Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard, and today we have with us Crystal Lee Beck. I've been so excited. We actually kind of crossed paths um, about four or five years ago, and it was really funny because I was uh, doing her five, uh, oh, what do you call it, Crystal Lee? High five grant for moms. There we go. High five grant for moms. And it was a really fun program, and it was just really inspiring to see how many women were gathering around this movement and then our paths kind of split and then I was able to go to her her incredible event just a few months ago up in Salt Lake and um, I was just so touched by everything that she's doing and her messaging and what she has been able to do inside of business while being an incredible mom and keeping those two parts of herself very active and fulfilled and where she doesn't she doesn't play that game of business has to take over everything and being a mom means you can't succeed in every area of life. So I'm so thrilled to have her here. Welcome, Crystalie. Well, thank, thank you. Me. What a kind welcome. Thanks for having me, Wanda. Yeah. So um, you have your two businesses. And uh, also, I want to let everybody know that she was awarded um, one of the fastest growing companies in Utah. And that's incredible, especially as a mom. Um, just... <laughs> there is so many things as a mom that you have to be doing and to also have a fast paced growing business is a huge achievement. Um, so you have the comma, comma copywriters and the mama ladder. And so tell us what, um, what inspired these two different businesses for you? Well, um, my first business was comma copywriters and I founded that one in 2016 because I had been, laid off from my corporate ladder job and I was on a marketing team and I had my, I had a one-year-old at the time and I was pregnant. I was about 15 weeks pregnant with my second baby. I hadn't told anyone at, at work yet about that, but they had a big layoff and I was one of the people laid off. And so I found myself at a crossroads where I really wanted time with, with my baby and my soon to come baby. Um, but we also needed money. I had been our breadwinner. My husband had been in, in grad school. And so I was at a crossroads where I ended up deciding instead of going back to a corporate ladder that I would create my own ladder that would fit my family. And so that was the, the kickoff for comma copywriters. That's so cool. And I love that you were like, this ladder's awesome, but it's not for me. And so you just created your own. So what what was it behind comma copywriters? Because I think this is part of your story that was new to me when I came to your event. I didn't realize that you did the two different sides of things. So what was it about copywriting? I think most people kind of see that as a boring thing, but you really made it come alive and very active and just... Um, it was very creative the way that you talked about it. So what was it about copywriting that sparked for you? So I think of myself at heart as a writer and my undergrad and my graduate degree and, and my corporate ladder experience had been in corporate communications, marketing communication. So I did a lot of writing and I did marketing writing for companies like Sony and HP and Google and Yahoo. And 
and all day I was writing emails and ebooks and marketing content for them. And so when I was laid off, I I just had the light bulb that I realized like if my employer was willing to pay me for these skills, there have to be clients out there who'd be willing to pay me too. And so it started with just me really as a freelance writer, a solopreneur, and then pretty quickly I had more projects than I could handle and I wanted to work part-time so I could be there for those little babies. And so I hired a couple of friends that I'd worked with in the past as writers and then I was the editor. And then fast forward seven years, here we are, and we have a team of 45 and we write for some of the biggest companies in the world. And it's it's been quite an adventure, but um, for me, writing is getting paid to learn and I love learning. Oh, that is so cool. Ah, I love that story. So now you have your business, your kids are young, um, you're trying to figure out how to balance all this. But before we go into like, what has helped you as a mom, being able to raise your kids with a very actively growing businesses? What was it as a child for yourself? Or like, what was your home environment like to enable you to be this kind of a person? So my parents were very attentive to me. My mom, I would say, um, always taught me to believe in myself, even from the time I was so small, like she would, she would just encourage me, whether it was doing art or whatever I did, she'd be like, you can do anything crystally. And, and I, I was young enough. I didn't know anything different. So I just believed her. So I really traced back like creative confidence back to my mom. Um, my dad, um, had a lot of entrepreneurial, uh, journeys himself, like, and some of them worked out, some of them didn't. Um, they got divorced when I was 11. And as part of that divorce, there were some, some, a lot of life lessons for me, but one of them was seeing my mom who had not finished her degree and had not really worked um, outside of our home. She was a great mom for us, but, and there's no buts there. I, I just want to be careful that there's a lot of women make this choice and I completely respect it. I feel like being 100% focused on raising your kids is honestly the hardest job there is. Um, so there's there's nothing but respect for that from me. However, I did see that in the case of divorce, that my mom was in a financial pickle. She was in, in this position where she didn't have a lot of options and she got a job as a secretary and she worked hard and, and I'm so proud of her. She ended up finishing her degree when I was in high school and and really has made a lot of um, leaps for herself. Um, but I decided fairly young that I wanted to be in a position that I could make money, be financially independent. And I think part of that was seeing the dynamic in my parents' divorce. And then my dad went on, um, both of them remarried. My dad and his wife ended up building a really successful business that they, they sold and they've created another one. So he's really a serial entrepreneur. So I've seen, I've seen the way that he's approached business and I've seen the way my mom's approached life and and that has impacted me um, in wanting to be an independent um, woman. Oh, that's so cool. And I really, I really appreciate when somebody goes through divorce like that, that in of itself for a kid, especially is such a whirlwind. And when a child can put together the pieces in a way that only elevates their life is so inspiring. And I think all of our listeners will be able to feel that hope because 
one, as the parents who go through the divorce, they worry about their kids and what it's going to do. But also the kids, like, I, I feel like so often kids don't give themselves credit for what they're capable of. And you came through that experience, finding the best of both worlds and being able to excel. So thank you so much for doing that and being the person who you are today so that others can learn from that. Um, so I love too that your mom provided that confidence for you that you can do anything because that really is like, oh man, our emotional health, our emotional capacity in this life, that is the biggest factor on whether or not our kids are going to be able to succeed and what they can do. Because no matter how much knowledge we have, if we don't believe that we can actually use it, it's not ever going to do us any good. So what an incredible gift. Okay. So now that you have your business, um, what is things like right now for you and your family? What what does life look like for you and little kids and how do you balance it all? Well, don't don't be confused. I definitely have my circus moments for sure. So at this point, my kids are, my oldest is nine. Um, the little baby I was pregnant with when I was laid off, he's seven and a half. And then I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. So I've, I've had two babies since I started my business, which is a whole nother story of having a baby and a maternity leave during while you're a business owner. But um, so at this point, the way that I structure, it sounds like you want to know kind of how do I structure my my work with my family? Is that right? I want to make sure I'm yeah. answering this. Okay. Um, so I have three B's that I try to tackle every day and it's body babies business. And I've done this for years and body for me is me taking care of myself. And, and honestly, sometimes it's the hardest one like making time to eat a meal and making time just for basic like moving my body and exercise but i really try every day to make some time for myself even if it's going on a walk or just something to help me feel good in in my body in my spirit my soul um and then babies i I really try every day to give each of my kids some individual attention and it might only be a few minutes like working on a puzzle or something really simple, but I try to to either hug them or hold them or just give them attention every day. And then business, um, I try to make time for business. And at this point, I have a, a personal assistant slash nanny who comes four days a week, Monday through Thursday, and she comes in afternoon hours. Um, and so that's my my work time um, is during the time that she's here so that I can be completely focused on my work and my kids don't have to compete with my computer. Um, and and we've had that kind of basic structure for almost seven years now. So they're pretty used to it. Wow, that's so cool. And I really like to just your um, babies one where how you connect with your kids. It doesn't have to be this very structured, an hour long thing, but that in your mind, your mentality is as long as I get a few moments with them, so to speak, you get to put that checkbox in. And then anything after that is just extra and just more fulfillment and more gratitude towards being a mom instead of constantly. We, it's so easy to fall into that trap of constantly being like, am I doing this? Is this okay? Is this all right? So I love, I love the simplicity of that because it creates that foundation where anything on top of that is just bonus and just adds to the fulfillment of the day. So good. Um, 
Okay. So what was that like? If your kids have been having your nanny for a little bit, I love, I love nannies. They're incredible. And it's such an amazing blessing to be able as a mom, I used to feel like that was, that was such a bad and hard thing to hire somebody to come watch my kids. And I always felt so guilty for that at the beginning. Um, and there's been things that have helped me, but I want to ask you for the mamas who are listening that are trying to transition into that world. Like what was it that helped you to feel safe and to feel validated and to feel just like a good mom to be able to have a babysitter? Yeah. So where I had my corporate ladder experience before having kids and I was used to working full time and, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week. Um, I, I'm one who really loves working. And I also understand that the type of work I do requires me to be really focused. Um, and I think a lot of the, a lot of your listeners uh, probably have work that they need to be focused and it's, it's hard to only do like little five minute um, sprints and then get, have a a child come in. Um, And so I realized very early on that in order for me to be able to build a company that could be bigger than me, that I would have to give myself some focus time. And when I first started, I had someone come, I think she came nine hours a week. Um, It was like three days for three hours. So now our years later, it's more than that. But um, for me, I decided instead of starting with the foundation of how much money I wanted to make, I would start with time. We all have the same amount of time and we get, we are in charge of protecting our time for what matters to us. So I decided at that point where I had a six, when I started my business, I had a six month old baby and a two year old, and I wanted to start using my brain back into working. So I hired someone to come three afternoons a week for nine hours. And um, she was a very sweet college student. That's something I feel like the trust factor if you're hiring someone great, you're not going to worry about trusting them. Um, and so our, our very first nanny, her name was Lauren, and she was fantastic. She was more patient with my kids than I was. Like I was taking parenting notes from her. I feel like that about our current nanny. And now we're like probably six or seven nannies later and our current, she's just fantastic. I learned from her all the time about having patience with them. But um So I would say wherever you are at right now, like think through how much time do I actually need? Do you need five hours a week? Do you need 10 hours a week? Like be realistic with yourself in what what can help you to do what you want to do with your your business or your passion or whatever it is that you're working on and allow yourself to make that investment. Yeah, oh, that's so good. And I couldn't agree more that as you focus on the time factor, that's, that's brilliant because especially when you're growing a business, it feels like, well, I want to come to this one. And then as soon as I reach that, I want to go more. And so how do you base it off of that? But with time, there's always the same amount. Uh, I also love that you said that you have learned from your nanny. I think that is such a good quality to have that a lot of time as parents, we feel this competitive of, either I should know how to do it all, or I should feel um, more capable than the next person, or or I can do it better. But our worlds become so much brighter, so much better when we can learn from each other and ex- like appreciate the different talents that somebody else might have with our own children. So that's so beautiful and such a liberating thing for everybody listening. Um, so now, what is the thing that 
you guys are looking towards that you guys are working on right now that it what's in your future most presently yes so for for comma copywriters um our big goal is our next big goal is to be on the inc 5000 list and that's the list of america's fastest growing company so I'm kind of obsessed with it. I think about it every day and, and I have my little uh, affirmations and I'm, I'm, I'm very focused on it. Um, and in order to get there, it's, it's, a, it's very competitive, but I, I don't really think about what anyone else is doing. It, I'm really just focused on what, what my team and I are doing. But in order to get there, you need to hit, a, anyone can look this up. You can Google it. Um, you have to have $2 million in revenue in order to even be eligible to apply. So that's the next big, big milestone that we're we're looking to hit on my team at Comma. Um, and for the Mama Ladder, uh, we're going to be hosting the High Five Grant again this fall in September. And I'm really excited to, to see other mom-owned companies be put in the spotlight and be able to support them and help them have fun. So we're, we're working on getting sponsors. We have a verbal um, approval from Lowe's as our first sponsor. And so any moms out there who own businesses, I hope that you apply because we'd love to help grant your business dreams and, and help get you some of this money to grow. Yeah, and it is such a fun opportunity. So definitely go check out the Mama Ladder and the Five Grant because that is that is such a fun opportunity. And it's really cool to see the different businesses that other moms are creating, what they're doing, what drives them, the passions, and to connect there too in that community. Um, and what what cool goals. I really, I'm, I'm rooting for you to get the ink one. That is that is so cool. Um, and I know that you're close. You're really close. So I, I'm sure you could do it. Um, so now, what does that look like, though, translating over as a mom? And being able to balance because those are huge commitments. So what does that look like in being able to show up for your kids? So it's, it's a daily act of triage for me. Um, triage meaning making a decision between one thing or the other. And, and I just, um, I forget who I shared this with this past week, but just this past week, I was saying, Sometimes the triage is exhausting for me. It, it really is. And I want to be honest about that. Like um, where, you know, like my, my kid has play practice and then I have I have an interview with a potential client or and it and it feels like it's all colliding together. Um, I feel like for my brain to be able to kind of have it in blocks and space it into different segments of the day is really helpful. And I try really hard to keep my work during my work time, my designated work time, so that when I'm with my family, I can be really focused on them and I'm not feeling like I'm in two places at once. I I feel like for me, um, mental health and happiness are dependent on me being able to be where I am and not feel like I'm constantly pulled in different directions. So, part of that and this goes back to the nanny thing is is being able to delegate and trust the team of people in my life so i have business team and i have a home team um be able to trust the people that i've i've given some stewardship in different areas of my life trust them to to help me during this interview for example my personal assistant is taking my two little boys to the p.o box to go pick up a 
business checks and that's something that needed to happen today and i trust her to take my kids and go do that and then to play with them at the park and i don't have to be the one that's with them all the time and has all of the fun with them i can enjoy them tonight after she leaves and so um i'd say yeah by all means i'm still figuring it out too but triage is a real thing and being able to trust your team is a, is a real thing too I love that example because balance, we all know that balance is kind of this facade that you can't have like business perfectly all the time and family all the time that you have to like right now, this is where I'm at. And then later business is where I'm at. And so just being able to delegate to your team is invaluable. So definitely make sure that there's that element of trust so you can do that. Um, the last question that I want to ask you is what has really helped you personally to be able to know that you are passing down the qualities you want for your kids? Like what are those main qualities and what helps you to be able to do that? So just um, a week ago, my husband and I had a weekend away, just the two of us. And on the drive back, I, I love giant post-it notes and I take them everywhere I go for every personal and business, everything. And I basically started a conversation with him about this exact thing about our parenting values and what we value as parents and what we want to make sure that we're prioritizing because there's so many different things that you can teach your kids and honestly it can feel pretty overwhelming that it, there's just an unlimited amount to learn about this world and to prepare them for the world and so we've just decided what our core principles are and what we want to focus on and um and so you you asked me what are how are i'm sorry i think you said how are the ways that i i feel like i'm helping them will, will you ask me again please yeah so what are the qualities that you want to instill on in them and what are the ways that you feel like you're able to do that okay thank you so for us um confidence to make choices is really high on the list I want my kids to feel very self-aware and on have the self-esteem and, and self-approval that they know that it's safe for them to make positive choices. Um, and so confidence is a huge thing for us. Um, also being contributors and helpers, um, being other-minded other and aware of the people around them and actively contributing to their communities whether it's school or church or whatever it is, is important to us too. And also being kind. Um, kindness is is so critical and it and it starts with us teaching them. I feel like that's one of the the biggest ways that I can impact the world is is teaching my four little people how to go and be kind humans. So yeah, I'd say confidence, contribution, <laughs> being contributors and being kind. Oh, that's so cool. I love that you did that. That is something that I preach here on my podcast and my courses and everything that I do is like go and be very intentional and very specific about the qualities, the mission, like the, what are you going to be focusing on? So I love that your husband and you went and did that. That's so cool. Um, and it's it's amazing. We see this in business all the time, too, where when we write down very specifically what we're going towards, it's you can't help it. You will go towards that as you continually take steps. And so the fact that you've done that for your kids, for your family life, it will enable them to be those kind of people. So that's so cool. So inspiring. 
Um, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for sharing those gold nuggets for people, because it really is such a blessing as we just come together as parents, moms, and dads to hear what other people are doing. It's those simple little things that we do in our life that help us to reignite our own passions, but also find ways to keep going on our own journey. So thank you, Crystal, for coming. For those who are wanting to learn more about you, learn more about copyright or um, Mama Ladder, where can they go? What is the best place to connect with you? So our website for the Mama Ladder is the M-A-M-A Mama Ladder dot com and you can go forward slash grant to see the high five grant and so that that starts september 2023 so i'd love for you to check that out and then comma copywriters we're at teamcomma.com and both the mama ladder and comma copywriters are on social media and and instagram specifically but um we're also on linkedin and facebook too awesome and i guess before we hop off really quick though i want you to give just a little um shout out, I guess, what the Mama Ladder uh, Five Grant, Five High Grant is all about. So those who are listening can really know whether or not that's something that they want to go apply for. Oh, thank you. So we launched the High Five Grant for Moms in 2018 with our friends at Belly Bandit, and they are a woman-owned and mom-owned business out of LA, and they've been so supportive of this program. So we've We've had five different competitions since 2018. We've awarded more than, $32,000 in grants. And this year, we're hoping to, to give the biggest grants that we have so far. Um, and so in order to apply, you need to be a mom. That, that could be being a stepmom, a mom who's pregnant and expecting. That could mean your kids are grown up and out of the house. Once you're a mom, you're always a mom. So a mom in any in any facet. I would say that a dog mom wouldn't count, though it needs to be for a human. But adoptive mom, stepmom, expecting mom, all of the above, that is all great. And then you also need to own 50% or more of a for-profit business. Um, and we also ask um, that you fill out the full app application that's at themamaladder.com forward slash grant, and that you share your high five, which is the why behind your business. Um, and and you did that in the past, Wanda. What was your experience yeah. like doing that? Oh, it was so fun. And I kind of shared that before, just the ability to see other people sharing their um, whys. But one of the really cool things that I got out of it for me was you have to fit your why on your hand. And that's very small space to write what you're doing. And just that simple exercise in of itself helped me to get very specific because I had like this big, at that time, it was like this big overwhelming idea of what I had. And it just came down to my very simple why. And that was really empowering for me. That really helped. I'm so glad. That's really good to hear. That, that's the whole goal of the High Five Grant. And, and not everyone will be a finalist. But my goal is that everyone who applies is is part of a community and is also more aware of and aligned with their personal why behind their business. So it sounds like that happened for you. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, definitely did. So definitely everybody who's listening, go and check out Crystal Lee, check out the five um, finger grant and everything that she does with copywriting as well. There's so many cool things in this world that we can start doing, but as we start connecting as humans and the people behind it, the whys behind it, magnetic 
opportunities come into our lives. So don't miss this one. I'm so excited for all of you. And thank you for joining us today and have a great one. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.